Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And me, myself, I am Kelly. I feel like we did this very recently, Kelly. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Are you talking about the fact that we just recorded episode 94, not even an hour ago? Not even two minutes ago, I think. I think we... <laughs> For the audience, it'll be a day, but for us, it's literally seconds between recordings. Yeah, anything could happen. We've already been talking for like an hour, so, um, yeah. you know. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Do you know what the beginning of the summer means for video games, Andrew? Uh, mm. It means that... We get a lot of announcements. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were talking about like the flowers in my front yard that grow nicely oh. when like it gets warm outside. Oh. No? No. Oh, um. okay. Uh, Kelly. Yes? I want to establish s- some ground rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Ke- so Kelly, we have, we have an, an enough news to fill a boat, you know? So a boat true. Load, a big boat, yeah. Like You're going to need a bigger boat. That's what, you know. There's a Jaws video game. First announcement. No. Um, I wish. That'd be Maneater. It came out and I didn't like it. Um, uh, Huh? (laughs) Never mind. We'll talk about it off the air. Okay. Okay. It's about Jaws the shark. Oh, we'll talk about the shark off air? Well, I like to lie to people and tell them that the shark is a woman. But Why is that a lie? Oh, because his name is Bruce. No, Bruce. That's the shark yeah. from Finding Nemo. Yeah. Oh wait, didn't they name the shark from? Didn't they? let's see. What's I think the name? You're making that up. No, they did I think not that's name what the they shark called him on Jaws. set. In oh. on set. Oh well, that's like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, but they called him Bruce. That's which not is, I'm layman's... assuming what he was inspired by. That's not layman's knowledge. Well, it is now because all the layman's are listening. You guys are layman's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, set your Bunch ground rules, layman's. Andrew. Yeah, the ground rules. Um, so we have a lot of news. We have a boatload of news and no jaws to attack our boat. Um, I don't want to spend too long on anything. So let's have a let's have a, a code word when we are either done talking or have nothing to say about an announcement. Okay. Okay. So so we're gonna use this throughout the episode, Kelly. Uh, this is not scripted. Kelly does not know did not know I was gonna ask this. Uh, what's our word, Kelly? And we have to say this several times today, like probably 50 times today. So make sure it's a good one. What about Bruce? Bruce. That's great. Okay. So when we are done or have nothing to say about one of these games, we say Bruce. So we know that the other is ready to move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So be ready, audience. That works for me, hear, Bruce. To hear Bruce 50 times today. Well, 100 because <laughs> we both have to say it. Yeah. I guess, no, we don't. Well, it doesn't matter. Maybe, I don't know, count. Audience, that's the game. Count. anything could happen. Count how many Bruce's there are, and then don't tell us, because we don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It's purely for your personal enjoyment. And then, yeah, and then write somewhere on your wall in, like, lipstick or blood. Lip. (laughs) Blood. Um. (laughs) How many, just the number, like, 59 or whatever. Six. Teen. Dean. Don't okay. do you dare, Kelly. Nope. Sorry. Bruce, Bruce, Let's just Bruce, get started. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> summer Game Fest happened. Uh, or as we like to call it, Summer Games Fest, because that's better. <laughs> um, Kelly and I watched it together in person, as well as friend of the show Cameron. Uh, it was the Jeffies. It was a couple hours of Jeff on stage talking about video games, doing some reveals, bringing on some developers, doing his thing. Uh, there was a lot of fluff. We cut out a lot of the fluff. We're not going to talk about live service games or mobile games, unless one of these games come to mobile, but that's unrelated. We're going to be talking primarily about the games that we have maybe something to say about. Shall we begin? Let us away. Let us party. <gasps> like animals. Party <gasps> animals. Comes out September 20th. This is coming to all major platforms, but it's also coming to Game Pass. So if you have that, you don't have to worry about it. And it comes out September 20th. This is news to us, September 20th. I'm excited. I've wanted to play this game for a long time. It looks like Gang Beasts, but cuter and prettier. And I think that's a very good idea. I love any game where you can play a little guy. So I am also excited. 
Do you want to play this game together? Sure. I would love to beat you up with a shovel as a rabbit. I would love for you to beat me up with a shovel as a rabbit. What are you going to be? What animal are you going to be? Maybe the, um, you can be a little tiger, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I assume. Is that what you're going to be? Probably, yeah. Or a little bird of some sort. Or The, the otter sh- is so cute. Yeah. Or the, it- or the what? <laughs> I was going to say shark. <gasps> okay, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andrew, you know what game's coming out in uh, 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 August? Bruce, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Big news for annoying people. Just kidding. It's a joke. I'm saying this because I'm an annoying person. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 showed off a little trailer uh, where they introduced a new villain played by Draco Malfoy's father, Jason Isaacs, who's been in other stuff. But you probably know him as Lucius Malfoy. Nerd. Just kidding. It's a joke. You're not a nerd because I knew that too. Um, Well, I'm a nerd. Yeah, I was going to say, Kelly, you're kind (laughs) of calling yourself out, I think. Um, Anyway, we got a quick little trailer uh, with a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff showing Jason Isaacs, but mostly uh, his character in the game and also a little bit of Baldur's Gate. The city, which is obviously an important part of the game, Baldur's Gate 3. Um, So we saw a little bit that we hadn't seen yet before. Um, More about this game was shown off at pc game show uh Mm. basically just more of the city um i did not watch because i don't want to spoil myself i want Baldur's gate the city (laughs) this is getting very confusing i want the city to be a surprise to me when i first play the game uh august 21st i will say i thought this was an odd trailer to put this is probably the last big show it'll be in before it comes out so i thought this was a, a little odd Instead of just having like a crazy cool gameplay showcase, but I still thought it was it was neat, and I'm curious to see how it turns out. Yeah, I think they're in a kind of a unique position because their game has been in early access for like literally three years, so yeah. people kind of already have a good feel for the gameplay. They wanted to show something that people wouldn't know at all. Um, but I agree, it was a little bit weird. It felt like maybe it was a little too overhyped. Like, no offense to Jason Isaacs. Uh, he's a great actor. I just wasn't like jumping out of my seat like I was when I saw Keanu, which we'll talk yeah. about later. Um, Bruce. Okay, Bruce away. Lies of P, a Soulsborne inspired game starring uh, Pinocchio, who looks like Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> finally got a release date of September 19th. It came with a gorgeous trailer. And the surprise announcement that a demo is available immediately. Uh, Before I talk about the demo, because I played it, Kelly, what would you think of the trailer? I thought it was cool. I mean, I think this game looks pretty neat. Uh, To me, I'm a blood-borner. I'm a a blood-baby-borner. Nope, sorry. Uh, We should just drop that thread. (laughs) Um. I'm a Souls fan. This is a Souls-like game, it seems to be, with a little bit of a tinge of Bloodborne, more than more than the uh, Dark, uh, um, Dark Souls series. I don't know how to yes. talk anymore. It feels um, more like Bloodborne. You're it, correct. It does. So I was excited when I saw this trailer. I thought it looked really neat. I have not played the demo. Uh, we talked about this in the last episode. I'm not a big demo person, but yeah. um, I am excited to see the actual game come out, and maybe I'll play it. It's on Game Pass. Game Pass, day one. Um, I played the demo. I played about an hour and a half of it. I didn't finish it um, because I started getting a little frustrated at the end because this game is a Bloodborne spiritual successor in a sense. They're clearly heavily inspired by Bloodborne specifically. Um, But it also has some of the... it's, It's really great. It's beautiful to look at. The gameplay is very tight. There is there is no lack of polish here, but there's also some quality of life stuff, like the fact that when you die, you usually have to take a decent hike back to the boss, and that's just something that has always irked me about those games that Elden Ring really polished out completely. Um, so that was a huge negative for me, even though I was having a lot of fun. 
the first boss was very easy. I It only took two tries, and I was like, wow, I'm really good at this game. Um, it has some interesting parry mechanics, so it's like this game kind of encourages you to guard more than dodge. Um, the dodge is a little iffy, not super reliable, and doesn't have the best invincibility. Um, and then when you guard, you do take damage, but you can recover that damage if you attack quickly enough after. Um, Bloodborne has a very similar mechanic right where if you get attacked you can recover health if you're quick yes yep but but this one if you get hit without blocking you just take the damage there's no getting that back um but if you block it's like partial damage that you can get back either way i thought it was a really interesting thing but i'm very aggressive when i'm playing a game like this i love the roll uh, you know i love dodge rolling into the boss directly through their attack to the best of my ability so not really having that ability is kind of a weird twist for me and i don't i don't think i'll probably play this game anymore i thought i think it's beautiful and i was thematically really excited for it but because it kind of leans more into the traditional like 2010 ish souls gameplay with a couple quality of life improvements i'm less interested it does have recovering health items which is huge i don't the reason I don't play Bloodborne or Demon Souls more is because those games you have limited health items and you can run out, whereas the other Souls games it recovers between between lives, you know. Yeah. But I I'm excited to see how the game's received. If it's received extremely well, like exceptionally well, I'll probably return to it. And it being on Game Pass makes it a lot less of a of a strain on me to to give it a try. Yeah. Well, are you going to try Pal World, a, a Pokemon-esque games game? But guess what? Guess what, Andrew? I'm waiting. Guess what? Yeah? The Pokemon in this game are not Pokemon, but they look just like Pokemon, but they're not actually Pokemon. And uh-huh. also, there's guns. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there. Uh, when we watched this trailer together, we kept pointing out how much the not Pokemon look just like Pokemon. So much, in fact, that I believe Nintendo's uh, cease and desist is on the way in the mail. I wouldn't be shocked. That's This is not a joke. That is how, like, some of these Pokemon are so precisely the same that I'm like, how are they getting away with this? Yeah, some of it's very egregious. Like, there's a little blue penguin... <laughs> There's a little blue penguin guy, and he's hopping around, and he looks just like Piplup. And all my Piplup heads out there know that when you see a little tiny blue penguin that's shooting bubbles out of his beak, that's our man, not whoever this cheap imposter is. But I'm going to be honest. (laughs) It kind of looks good. I think the gun thing is funny. I think I saw that big yellow, not Pokemon bust out its gun and i laughed i said this is not normal (laughs) (laughs) something is is not okay (laughs) i wouldn't say that i think it looks good i think it looks interesting i am fascinated to see what it's like and i wouldn't pay for it probably it's just it's so bad i mean it's like not bad it's just egregious Things are like Pokemon with a few different design elements to just barely pass the threshold of acceptable. And some of them are not. Some of them are definitely just Pokemon with like a different color scheme. I mean, right at the beginning, there's an Eevee. There's a Wooloo. There's another Pokemon I don't know the name of, but absolutely recognize. And they're not like... They are just those Pokemon. Like, there are almost no changes to the design. At the very start, there's somebody riding a Gardevoir, and I'm like, that's a... Or, riding, not a Gardevoir, a Gyarados. And I'm like, that's a Gyarados. There's somebody riding a freaking... The one that was most egregious is the Pokemon Black cover uh, legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reshiram. Reshiram and Zekrom are, like, in this trailer. Straight up. (laughs) 12 seconds in this trailer, I'm like, wow, those are the black and white legendaries. Absolutely. I just don't know how they're getting away with this. And I don't care. I don't have this attachment to Pokemon where I'm like, this needs to be protected. And visually, it's a lot nicer than Scarlet and Violet, that's for sure. But also, oh my god. How is this legal? Yeah. Wooloo's with 
guns, like machine, machine guns. guns. Yeah. I think we should give Wulu a gun. I mean, I'm honestly very curious. It's so funny seeing a giant, like, silly-looking whale creature with rocket launchers on each shoulder. Yeah. That's hysterical, right? Yeah. It almost looks like it plays like Fortnite, but you have Pokemon that can shoot, and that's, like, the crux of the game. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to dwell on it too much. That's insane. (laughs) I think we already did dwell on it uh, quite a bit more than it probably deserved. (laughs) Uh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis is a mobile game that's going to tell the story of the original Crisis Core, as well as the other spinoff games and movies, and some original new story content about the formation of Soldier, the military organization from Final Fantasy VII. This trailer that we got at Game Summer Game Fest was, um, it kind of teased some of those story elements. It showed some of those those soldiers whose names were like Brad or something. What was his name? It was like uh, Liam and Matt or something. It was, I feel like as if you They were very mo- normal names. Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> the main character of this new side story, this new prequel, is named Glenn. So at the end of this trailer, we see Glenn and Sephiroth facing off. Um, he's like j- just as generic as Jack from Strangers of Paradise, that Final Fantasy spinoff. Uh, that really good game. I love that game, Kelly. Come at me. Come at me. Um, but I think this game looks really nice. I signed up for the, the what, what's it called? Like the early access beta. Pre-registration. Yeah, I pre-registered for the closed beta. That's how I liked, I am. I liked at the beginning of the trailer when somebody was calling Sephiroth, or, or when Sephiroth was calling somebody on the phone, because there were a lot of funny memes about it, like him calling Domino's Pizza, <laughs> which made me laugh. Because he's on the phone and then it literally just shows who he's calling. <laughs> and I, this is a great opportunity. Also, his phone's at 99%. Sephiroth, yeah, that's not real. He's he's just he's just kind of a silly guy, if you think about it, really. If you think about Sephiroth, really. Um, uh, The other silly thing is that I'm excited for this game. And I probably shouldn't be because it's going to be a gotcha mobile game. But, you know, I'm really committed to the Final Fantasy VII lore, and I would love to play this new prequel story featuring Glenn. Featuring Glenn. You know what game doesn't have Glenn in it? Sonic. It should. It should. Glenn should be in every game. (laughs) Watch Glenn be just like an awful character, just like the worst man alive. Yeah, he might be. Who knows? (laughs) Um, We got a trailer from Sega. For Sonic Superstars, which is a side-scrolling classic Sonic adventure, but not a remake. No. It's just a, a new 2D a new Sonic game. 2D Sonic game. Um, not from Sonic. the Mania team, just to be clear. Not from the Mania team. It's from the Sonic Boom team. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to do it. Um, you can play Sonic or Knuckles or Tails or in a win for feminism, Amy <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Shadow. Uh, just kidding. I, it's a joke. It's a joke. I just it made that up. He's not in the trailer. Um, there's new there's new uh, stuff that you can do. You can turn into a squid. Uh, I made that up. That's not made up. You can literally turn into a squid. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you say it's made up? The audience can't see what you're seeing. Because I just, <laughs> when I said you can turn into a squid, it sounded a little bit too much like Splatoon. Yeah, but so, you can't um, turn into a kid. Except no, you, Tails. Actually, I think the whole cast is like children because they're small and have like classic designs. Yeah. Anyway, this game is coming out in the fall. Uh, that's all we got. Fall um, of this year. So, big win for fans of Sonic who don't like Sonic Mania. <laughs> I don't think there's any 2D Sonic fans who didn't like Mania. <laughs> yeah. So the direction is a little confusing and I'm I don't know weary, but also I'm not a diehard Sonic fan so it's not going to like affect me. But right. I am weary for like the Sonic fans. This seems like an odd move, right? Right. Right. It does. Um Well, there's no dragons in that trailer, but if you want to feel like one, you can on November 9th when Like a Dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name, full title, 
launches on PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox Series, the, the whole the whole gamut. Um, it is a story that tells what happened to Kiryu between Yakuza 6 and Yakuza 7 Like a Dragon. Um, it has the new Like a Dragon moniker, so they're, again, dropping Yakuza. If you didn't know, it's no longer called that. It's now Like a Dragon. Um, this is a traditional beat-em-up game, so it's uh, more like the old Yakuza games and not the new turn-based ones. Um, it is a re- uh, sub-retail price, so it's kind of a budget game. It's only $50, and like I said, comes out in November. I think it looks really nice. I kind of <laughs> fell off of Yakuza, or sorry, Like a Dragon Ishin, just because it. Um, I really like the silly Yakuza affair that happens, you know, all the weird business moves and business dudes where that kind of goes away when it's set in the samurai era but i think this game looks really cool and i'm very curious about the story he seems to be a bodyguard for like a pop star or something which is just silly um he's fighting hundreds of dudes because that's what kiryu does uh the only reason i might be less than fully interested is this game's not getting a physical release so that's kind of stinky that is stinky that's stinky and it smells bad. It does smell bad, but this game this game looks like it's gonna smell good. Yeah, I think it'll be a good smelling game. Yes. Um I think that another game that might smell good is Mortal Kombat One. Uh, uh there's a, no, there's a lot of fluids. Well, alright. Fair enough. Uh we got a gameplay debut trailer uh for the new Mortal Kombat series. Mortal Kombat 1. Yes, it is confusing. No, don't ask me anything about it. Um, It was a very intense trailer filled with a lot of, as you can imagine, fluids. That sounds worse than saying blood. I Yeah, and I said it, but I still, I regret bringing that word up. (laughs) Uh, This game comes out September 19th. And uh, uh, as of now, this game comes out (laughs) September 19th. And uh, yeah. It's uh, Mortal Kombat, folks. What do you expect? It looks exactly how I expected it to. It doesn't look particularly bad. I want to see the Switch gameplay is what I want to (laughs) see. But it does not look particularly good. I did like the part in the trailer where they're fighting in the sort of high upscale apartment. That was fun because there was a pool. Jean-Claude Van Damme's house. Yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Sure. Johnny Cage is voiced by Jean-Claude Van Damme in this. I know, oh. but it doesn't look anything like Jean-Claude oh, Van Damme, yeah. who's like 90 years old. No, I would be concerned if it did. <laughs> That'd be yeah. way funnier, though. Yeah. <clears throat> I uh, I think it's visually incredible, like technically speaking, but also this game is coming hot off the heels of Street Fighter Six, which if you listen to the last episode, you know I am enamored by. So it kind of fell short for me in that sense. But I'm, I'm curious to see the gameplay and, and kind of how it how it shakes out yeah well we'll find out in time oh prince of persia the lost crown got revealed this is a new 2d side-scrolling game it is a prince of persia story so you're playing as this dude i'm assuming the prince of persia doing tons of combat and platforming um i think it looks really really good actually when it was announced i was like this is bad because the Prince of Persia remake is just, it's stuck in the abyss. You know, it's not coming out. And now they're releasing this new game. And it comes out, surprise, I was about to say June 12th, but that's when it was revealed. <laughs> <laughs> comes out January 18th, um, available on all major platforms, including Switch. Again, I think it looks really good. I think it's really visually cool, but it's just the fact that it's it's coming off the tail of of this other remake in the series hanging out in development hell that feels kind of crappy. Yeah. I also feel like I just can't, um, I don't know. I can't imagine watching this trailer and being like, I'm so excited for this game. I can't wait for January 19th, 2024 until I can play it. You know, I just feel like it doesn't inspire a lot of excitement. No, I'm curious to see how it like, it strikes me as like a great 75, you know, and that's good. And you know, developers that's that's fine but like a game like this is not going to pull me in because it's not going to do anything that interesting i'd assume but maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm you know 
call him the horse before the carriage <laughs> is in the cow. Okay. Maybe you are definitely doing that. But mm-hmm. I couldn't say because I literally don't know what you just said. I uh, couldn't repeat it because I forget what I said. <laughs> hey, something really fun and silly and exciting happened at the Summer Game Fest show uh, where uh, they announced the Spider-Man 2 release date, which was funny because we saw the Spider-Man 2 gameplay footage like a week ago, well, uh-huh. a week from Last Summer episode, Game Fest, yeah. and they didn't show the release date, and that was at the PlayStation <laughs> event. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, but they announced that the Spider-Man Two uh, sequel, uh, 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 the Spider-Man sequel, Spider-Man Two, <laughs> sorry, comes out yeah. October twentieth this year, which is an important day for me because I'll get to play Spider-Man Two. T. You will not play it. T. Do you I want to explain why. why you won't play it? No, just kidding. I'm getting married that day. Wow. Wow. Da, na, 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 That's not the da, wedding da, song. Da, da. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> how's it go? I was trying to think of the president song. I was trying to think of the president song. What's that? And you know, while I'm getting married, I'll be thinking about Spider-Man. I'll be thinking about Venom. Please. Think about your wedding. <laughs> You're like, wow, I want to hear Yoru Lowenthal talk. You should know that always in the back of my mind during any event, I am thinking about Spider-Man in some way, shape, or form. That's interesting. I had a lot of feelings for Spider-Man. Mm, okay. In a normal way. Okay. Um, I have, <laughs> I have some normal feelings too, Kelly. I don't think that's true. Wow. Especially in regards to what we're about to talk about. Final Fantasy's having a big, gosh darn, week. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth got a big, huge, massive trailer. It was the show ender for Summer Games Fest. Summer Game Fest. I (laughs) would not have put money on seeing this, genuinely. I was was taken aback. I was shocked. Um, There was a bit where they showed Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis about halfway through the show. And Jeff said, speaking of Final Fantasy, and the crowd went, <gasps> and then he said, DoorDash has got your back. And everybody, like, we were, we, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because I was like, wow, they really made us seem like they were going to have a rebirth trailer. Yeah. And then an hour later, they did. They did. An hour <laughs> later. Um, it showcased the new, presumably at least semi-open world. It showcased some really crazy story mechanics with some weird alternate timeline stuff. The graphics look, that's a chef's kiss, beautiful. They look incredible. I am pumped for this game. It appears that they have new gameplay mechanics, like uh, the tag team stuff that they had in the DLC seems to be implemented more fully. You see Red 13 being played as. There's a part where three characters are being played as, and Barrett is visible in the background shooting, which means even if you have your party full of three characters, the other characters are still hanging out which I think is a really good thing. And I'm very excited about that because I don't want to have to sacrifice anybody. Woo! But I think this trailer is just, oh my gosh, stunning. And I am over the moon to play this game. Oh, I missed the big part. It's coming out, quote unquote, early 2024. (gasps) Whatever that means. It means I didn't expect that to happen. Means January, February, March, April, January, February. I feel like uh, it's gonna be February. Just That'd my be thought. Profoundly good. Just I really thoughts. hope you're right. Just my thoughts. Just my I, silly little thoughts. I was over the moon about this trailer. I was like jumping up and down, so excited. While Kelly uh, sulked uh, I, on the couch. I, I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. Uh, 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 let me just explain to you guys what happened, okay? So Jeff is like, we have one more thing to show you. It's from a beloved RPG. It's from a beloved studio that's known for its deep characters and history of RPGs. They've been in the industry a long time, and I was like, oh my god, you guys, it's Dragon Age. I didn't say that because 
I knew it. Like a part of me knew, you know, a part of me knew it wasn't Dragon Age. I knew it in my bones, in my skull and in my bones. No, sorry. no, that's later. I know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was Final Fantasy, which was very exciting as well. But um, but it was heartbreaking also in that moment. It was the best ender for me. And it's not the worst ender for you so much as it could have been so much more. Yeah, it was quite sad. But you know what? That's okay. That's all right. Everything happens. Everything will fall into place. Everything will be fine. Um, well, something leaked right after that that did make up for it. But we'll talk about that. Unlike Xbox, we'll talk about that when we are supposed to. Right. Right. Um, uh, but Kelly, there was another show yesterday that happened a little smaller done by Gubisoft. Oh, yes. Shall uh, we get that one out of the way? Let's do. Let's away. Um, mm. There's going to be a new Star Wars game called Star Wars Outlaws. Uh, it is a story-based single-player game uh, coming out in 2024. You play as, um, well, you play as an outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's that? You're so proud. <laughs> it was just funny when I said it. Anyway, um, there is... is yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And she has a droid friend named ND. Um, streets are saying they think he's a handsome droid. <laughs> I <laughs> couldn't tell you who sold that to me because it wasn't it was me. You. I didn't say that because I it don't. Wasn't. Nobody said it to you. It just happened. It. It. I wouldn't. He's a. He's a robot. He's a, he's not a person. Okay, so it's not me saying he that. He has okay? bare midriff, Kelly. Yeah. You put clothes on a droid and it changes, you know? There's just something about him. Anyway, um, this game is coming out in 2024. We got some gameplay. We got a cinematic trailer. Um, I'm not, you know, I'll probably play it. It's on Game Pass, so. Game Pass. Get a day one on Game Pass. Just saying. Um, I'll say, graphically, wow yeah it looks really good oh there's it a little looks... guy too there's a little guy there's a little creature he has like the four head tails oh yeah, he's so him. cute um there's a lot of a lot of talk about this kelly this is beyond good and evil too it's like if you compare this to the 2019 gameplay demo of that game that we haven't seen in four years it's very clear where some resources were shuffled in ubisoft which well kind of sad but also at least the game's coming out, I guess, in some sense. Well, I will just say that sometimes it's better to redirect these things. I will also say every Star Wars game that we've had, except for uh, the Old Republic, the MMO, uh-huh. we've had to play as a Jedi or a Jedi-adjacent character. Yeah. So I think it's fun to be able to play someone who is not a Jedi. Yes. Uh, I think they're kind of overrated. There, I said it. I'm also coming hot off the tail of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which was so good that I'm kind of like not as interested. I'm happy this game is next gen only. I should stop and not say that. It's like almost three full years into the PlayStation 5's lifespan. But that was another like theme of the show. We saw a lot of games that were just coming to PlayStation 5 and Series X, which made me happy because like that's that hardware is not being utilized fully in this game definitely looks like it's going to be utilizing it you know yeah i think it's interesting um star wars just like lets anybody do whatever they want with their with their property they're like ubisoft ea well because ea had the exclusive rights until when like three years two years ago yeah i don't know you'd probably know more about that than i would i my i just said that i don't really know what happened so i don't know at all so well, another game that's definitely <laughs> pushing the technical boundaries is Avatar. <laughs> okay. Let's do Avatar. <laughs> Avatar Frontier. I combine Frontier and Avatar, so I become Avatar. Avatar yes. Frontiers of Pandora got re revealed, and it is out December 7th. We got a gameplay reveal as well as a cinematic. Um, I'm going to just put it out there. Technically, 
wildly impressive visually very nice the water especially is kind of blowing my mind um i i desperately wish this game was third person though because it is a first person open world adventure game and i think if it was third person i would be vastly more interested but i think that just uh speaks to my specific preferences yeah i don't have any strong thoughts or feelings or opinions i agree it looks really really nice the first person stuff doesn't bother me as much um but i can understand how that would be a a sticking uh a non-sticking point a sticking point a problem a problem I don't want to dwell on it too much. I'll bruise this situation, but visually I'm pretty blown away and I'm shocked that it's coming out this year. So good for them, I guess. Good for them. Hey, you ever heard of a game called skull and bones? I was going to say no, but like, I feel like we we're kind of pushing it on time. So I don't want to enter this long bit about skull. and Bones. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, the truth is, is that we didn't really see anything about skull and bones except for a like music video mm-hmm. a pirate music video um well it's featuring the home free guys kelly right right um with this came the announcement that a closed beta will be happening from august 25th through the 28th of this year that's in two months for those who are keeping track of the time uh this game is supposed to come out this year I don't think that's going to happen considering its original <laughs> release date was February and now there's a closed beta happening in August. Yeah. Something it's feels hilarious. a little bit messy here. But that's all we got from Skull and Bones, which is funny because that's been Ubisoft's thing for like the past 20 billion years. Darn. Stinks. Sure does. Um, before we get into the Xbox showcase, there was one kind of miscellaneous thing. There was a Capcom showcase. Real quick, they talked about they're doing a trilogy for the Apollo Justice, which is the Ace Attorney spinoff. They're doing a trilogy for those games. Uh, they talked about Exoprimal some more. They talked about uh, Ghost Trick Phantom Detective, which has a demo now. And I think the biggest news story, at least for me, is the game Pragmata. Got a new trailer. Um, they sadly have delayed the game again, so it's not coming out this year now. It's actually without release window now. They straight up crossed it out and ended with an apology. But... They showed gameplay for the first time because we had only seen cinematic and the gameplay looks kind of nutty. It's only like 10 seconds. So you don't get a full idea, but there's clearly a lot of confidence behind this new IP. And I think this like space adventure with this little girl seems really interesting. I'm excited to see more of this game. And you know what? Take all the time you need. I do think they prematurely revealed it because this was at the 2021 PlayStation. No, I think this is the 2020 PlayStation showcase. It's been years. Um, I don't think we needed to know this game existed until it's pretty close to release. But I I maintain my excitement and I appreciate the transparency that the developer's giving us, at least. Yeah. I thought it was funny the way they announced the delay. Yeah. But then I got mad. But then it was funny again. For me, life is uh, ebbing and flowing like the waves. Um, anyway... <laughs> Sunday, this past Sunday, for those listening, was the Xbox Showcase. Uh, It was Sunday, right? It doesn't matter. It was this weekend. It was the Xbox Showcase, which was, woo, really fun. Um, Xbox Showcases are pretty much, hopefully, from this point on forever, are pretty much just like trailer, boom, trailer, boom, trailer, boom. Maybe somebody talks for like a minute, and then trailer, boom. So that's pretty much what we got. And what this... Uh, show started off with was a interesting little teaser trailer of a time of a it's, it was like a fantasy world but it was like modern there was a giant man uh played by a real actor um and it turns out that it is fable uh the next fable game fable 4 i guess uh or maybe just a revamp of the series no release date, but it was funny because I knew from the jump that it was, well, not from the jump, but from the second I saw a chicken getting kicked, I was like, oh, that's Fable, because Fable games notoriously are cruel to chickens. I couldn't tell you why. The second that I saw Richard Iwadi, I was like, oh, clearly it's Fable. Have you seen IT Crowd? No. Oh. So do you not know Richard Iwadi like at all? No. Oh, he's hysterical. He's genuinely one of the funniest comedians I've ever seen on television. I'm but sorry. I'm sorry, he's in, Richard. He's in Fable. I'm sorry, Mr. Iwadi. 
yeah, he's going to be listening and he's going to be sad. I'm sorry. I didn't know who you were. I, I rec, I, I recognized his, uh, his, his face. Mug. Yeah. Well, he has a mug in the trailer. Anyway, no release date, uh, which is fine. That was unusual for the showcase. The rest of the show was pretty clear about release dates. So that surprised me. I think also, everything we're going to talk about except one DLC exception is included on Game Pass. So it's an incredible Game Pass commercial we're talking about. You think what? I think that this game might be a 2025 release. Mm-hmm. That's just my thoughts. I don't think they would show it this early if it was any later than that. But that it didn't say 2024 makes me think it's 2025. Yeah, and it doesn't look like it looks like uh, in game or like in engine stuff, but it didn't look like a finished game to me. Like yeah. I was like, this is not these camera angles and stuff. This is not somebody playing. Yeah, I agree. So, a game that we did see people play that got leaked beforehand is Persona Five Tactica. This is a new chibi spinoff of Persona Five. That is a tactical game. Comes out November seventeenth. Like I said, everything we talk about in this showcase is coming to Game Pass. So I'm very thrilled to play this game. I think it's visually fun. It's kind of a cute little style, and I like tactical games, so I'm excited to see what this game's all about. Um, I didn't expect this in an Xbox show, but hey, I guess Sega and Xbox are BFFs right now, so I will happily take it, and the fact that it's on Game Pass means I can try this game guilt-free, not have to worry about not clicking with me. Woo! And I told I told Andrew and friend of the show, Cameron, I see Ryoji... Ryuji. Ryuji's yeah. from three. Ryuji. It's a Kamado, and I'm in. Yeah. Uh, another Persona game that got announced and accidentally... Wait, tell the story about it. Tell the story about it before you say what it is. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so I was deep in my depression after <laughs> not getting Dragon Age at Summer Game Fest when the silliest thing popped up on my Twitter, and it was a tweet from a very well-known Persona account, Persona News account, uh, that was like, oops, Atlas accidentally leaked the trailer for the Persona 3 remake on their Instagram. And I was like, this isn't real. And then I clicked on it, and it was very much real. And I was like, oh, my God! And I started freaking out, and it was like the heavens opened up for me, the sun came shining in, the flowers bloomed around me, my depression was gone. Um, <laughs> and that was the accidentally leaked trailer for the Persona 3 Reload, the Persona 3 Reload, for Persona 3 Reload, which is the Persona 3 remake. Uh, we got the tra- the official trailer at the Xbox show. Um it's out in early 2024. Yes. Uh, we've learned a lot about this game since the trailer came out. Uh, some good, some bad. Some bad for Kelly specifically, but that's okay. Um, but this is good for people who have never played Persona 3 because it's a great game, and now this makes it a lot easier to play. Uh, all new portraits, and interestingly enough, a brand new voice cast. Every single character is voiced by a new voice actor or actress. Oh, I didn't even hear that news. Yeah. it's Well, that answers my question of how they replace one specific person whose actor they cannot hire anymore. Yeah, they replaced everybody, um, which is, I don't want to say sad because I love, I think the new voice cast is really talented. It's hard for me because I've played Persona 3. I've played Persona 3 Portable. I feel very much attached to the characters as they are, Um, so it might take some adjusting, but that's okay, um, because I'm excited for a new take on the situation. Uh, Unfortunately, no FES content, so no The Answer, which is upsetting for a lot of people who enjoy The Answer, Um, and no portable content, so no female MC, and a lot of social links that... Uh, are in her route, 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 are no longer happening. Um, there's still quality of life things from those different versions of the game that are going to be incorporated, so that's good. But uh, but this was kind of a bummer for me because I love the female MC and I love her social links and I'm just a little bit sad. And I have this uh, uh, nagging feeling that Atlas might try and release uh some dlc uh perhaps day one uh but anyway i would put more money on two years down the line persona 3 reload 
Redux. You know, I like think another version like they're doing with Ro- Persona, they did with Persona 5 Royal. I think you might be right, which, which is a is little worse, grindy. probably. <laughs> well, that's what they did in the PS2 era with like Persona 3 FES. But like this is this is not the same time. Why are they still? OK, I shouldn't say why they're, it's work. It works. They still make the money. Of course. Oh, yeah. And I will be buying. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a joke, everybody. Please. It's, a it's joke. on Game Pass. It's on, it's on Game, Game Pass. Pass. Kelly, Pass we don't have free. to play. We get to play a Persona 3 Reload early next year, and we don't have to pay for it. Play it day one. Play it That's day one. That's crazy. Because, like, we were going to get it. <laughs> there was no question. Uh, but there was an Atlas game that got revealed that didn't leak ahead of time. I did not expect a <laughs> third Atlas title at this showcase, but we saw one for a trailer for Metaphor Refantasio. Refantasio? I don't know. It's a new game from the... Uh, the team behind Shin Megami Tensei and Persona, or as this trailer likes to say, the team behind Persona 3, Persona 4, and Persona 5. <laughs> I was like, guys, we know what they did. Just just say from Atlas and from the people who make Persona. I feel like this game leans way more into SMT than it does Persona, so I thought that was a little strange. It's just a marketing thing, though. Uh, yeah. This is a new JRPG from that studio. New world, entirely new thing. Music by Shoji Maguro, so don't worry. Music's going to be incredible. Uh the freaking menus look otherworldly. Kelly, the the pause menu makes my like heart melt. It looks beautiful. Yeah. I'm really excited to play this game. I think it looks really cool and it's going to be an exciting, you know, change of pace. I think it looks like it has a lot more love and care put into it than certain other SMT spin-offs like uh maybe like Soul Hackers that came out recently. Oh. Um there's like it looks like a lot of heart in this. I was really scared because my stream was broken during this, so the frame rate was really bad, and I was like, <laughs> oh, no. But that's not the case. Um, visually stunning. Comes out 2024. Again, it is available on Game Pass. It is only next gen, this gen, so it's only on Series X, and I think it's on PS5. I'll confirm that right now, though. Um, did you like this trailer? Uh... I know you're not as much into the non-Persona SMT, but... I thought it was fine. I thought visually there was a lot going on. Um... But yeah, I thought it was fine. I'll play it day one on Game Pass. Maybe. That's crazy. Maybe I will. Maybe uh, I will. We have no confirmation. Oh my goodness. I just, I'm going to send you this link because the freaking enemy in the article that I just did, just saw was profoundly terrifying. I was just trying to find out if it was coming out on PS5. Uh, I don't think we know that yet. Oh. Yeah. The tongues, the teeth. Yeah, so... Oh, the uh, name! Did you look at the name of the enemy? Drive back, Great Worm. Great Worm Homo Butera. Nice. Well, it's terrifying. Looks very Junjo, Junju Ito-esque. Um, yeah. But we'll probably know in the near future if it's coming to other platforms. Persona like Persona 3 Reload leaked. The, the platforms leaked. It's coming to everything. PS4, 5, Xbox One, Series X, and Switch, Switch. which surprised me. Yeah. Um, but Xbox kind of signs things with these companies that say you're not allowed to announce the other platforms for a number of days, um, which is kind of, I hate that, but oh well. Yeah. But if you don't have Game Pass, don't have Xbox, you'll probably be able to play this game, so don't panic. Yeah. Hey, you know hey. who we got to see? Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves. Uh, Keanu Reeves was at the <gasps> Xbox showcase because he was showing off the new trailer for Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, which is the first expansion, probably the only expansion for Cyberpunk 2077. Um, this trailer was very extensive. We got some cool story stuff. We got to see some gameplay stuff. We got to see Idris Elba, which was very exciting for me personally because I love Idris Elba. I love to look at him. Um, we also got the release date, which we hadn't known up until this point. It's coming out September 26th, 2023, uh, which is pretty soon in the grand scheme of things. Um, we have learned a little bit about this expansion. Uh, it's changing a lot of the things in base game cyberpunk, including skills, UI stuff, um, cosmetic stuff. Uh, AI stuff like enemy AI police AI um, which is very interesting and uh, a few people have already gotten to play it and uh, they said it really changes the base game and it introduces new endings as well so 
I'm very excited for this as a tried and true cyberpunk super fan, uh, which is probably the most embarrassing thing about me. Just kidding. There's things that are way more embarrassing about me. Um, I'm so excited for this. I My August, September, October is absolutely stacked with games, so this is going to be a little bit rough for me. But that's okay. Uh, I mean, it's a sequel. Let's be honest here. It's just a sequel, but like slightly pared back. Yeah. I'm excited to get back into Night City. I think it's a very interesting locale and setting. I'm, I am really excited for the story stuff. I loved the story of Cyberpunk 2077, so... Big day for Kelly, personally. I'm excited to play it as well, which I didn't know if I was going to get back into it, but hearing all the incredible reception, I will. So, Also, it's Woo! only 30 bucks, so it's like a new game for 30 bucks almost. Woo! Got a little quick one here. I loved Spirit Fair last year when I played it. The team behind that, uh, uh, Spirit Lotus, not Spirit Lotus, what are they called? Thunder Lotus, sorry. I uh, brain farted there a little bit. They're making a new 33-player co-op game. It's a isometric action game with a beautiful art style. It's coming out to Xbox Series X in 2024. Uh, also Game Pass, of course. I think it looks really nice and beautiful. Because it's on Game Pass, I'm very interested to try it, even if it is a huge departure from what I loved about Spirit Fair. Woo! I thought that's the a... 33 co-op thing was absolutely nuts. That's hilarious. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Another game that we have been hearing tinklings about for a long time. Do you like my use of the word tinklings? No. Um, Avowed from Obsidian got a trailer, a full trailer, uh, which was exciting. Um, no actual release date. Uh, we just got that twenty, that coveted 2024. Um, I think we saw a little bit of gameplay, mm-hmm. uh, which was nice. Um, the guy talking to you in the trailer kind of looks like a Navi from Avatar. Speaking of Avatar, uh, sorry, uh, 2024, play day one. Day I think it one looks, with Game Pass. I think it looks real good. Like, I'm impressed by how I think like, it looks, the art style. I think it looks fine. I don't, I don't play, I'm not playing an Obsidian game for the way that it looks. Oh, sorry. I When I said looks, I didn't mean graphically. Just meant, I meant like fun wise. What yeah, like what is on display here is very impressive to me. Yes. I think that there's a clear vision here. Yes. And they they confirmed today a little bit ago that it is a series of connected open zones. So very similar in structure to outer worlds, which I think kind of allows them to not get over get bogged down by scale and focus more on like catered content and stuff and i'm i think this game could be something really special i think obsidian is really thriving with xbox and they could make something really cool here yes so i'm i'm thrilled that it's coming next year next year is crazy next year is nuts right now and i'm sure a hefty chunk of these things will get delayed but like it's the same thing as when we were looking at 2023. It was like this list of games is so insane that if half of it gets delayed, it wouldn't even be a big deal. Right. And 2023 is off to a crazy start. So it's like just the early 2024 stuff, like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and Persona 3 Reload are both early 2024. That's crazy. As well as another game that we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um, but another 2024 title finally getting a release date is Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Um, we've known about this game forever. This game got announced before we even had the Series X with a crazy tech demo, and I feel like we see this game every year or so with just insane tech demo feel. Um, and that's kind. Of, this trailer was similar, but it ended with a release date. Um, so I guess it's no longer just a tech demo. I I wouldn't be shocked if this one was pushed to twenty five because like there's so much ambition technically behind this game, but. I liked the first game well enough, and it's on Game Pass, so, you know, I'll give it a try when it comes time. Day one, play it with Game Pass. We heard that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I felt very stressed out watching this trailer because the audio was stressing me out. Uh, Yeah. Because it's a lot of different voices. Um, We got a trailer for a brand spanking new game. It's not Bioshock, folks. It's called Clockwork Revolution. Um, It is an RPG. Uh, It's like a... I don't want to say steampunk. It's kind of steampunk, but it's... It's steampunky. It's all about, like, going back in time and changing things, going forward in time, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. 
nothing as far as a release date. It was kind of cheeky. They said coming in due time because it's a game about time. Isn't that funny, Andrew? I think it's hysterical, Kelly. Did you it's, chuckle? I, I don't think I did. We were in this. No, we were in the same room, did but we were chortle? texting each other. No. Did no. you giggle? Nope. Okay. But, uh, I mean, it's it's clearly Bioshock Infinite-esque, but like a little sillier. Um, I think this game, the reason it's on the list is because in my humble opinion, this is the first game that they're showing in exile as a studio. And this is this first game that they're showing since Xbox's acquisition of them. And I just want to kind of compare it to PlayStation where they acquired a bunch of studios and the things that they were showing were a bunch of like samey live service stuff. Yeah. And Xbox instead shows this crazy RPG. And I think that's, there's a shift there's a shift in the company morals, and this really is the best Game Pass commercial I've seen in a long time. Yeah, a you year, can play actually. Day, you can play it day one on Game Pass. Yep, I can. Another game I can play day one on Game Pass, uh, which is actually very nice because I would be paying full price for it otherwise, is Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Um, if you lived in Japan, it would be called Like a Dragon 8. But here in America, nope, it's infinite wealth. And this trailer is a teaser for the fact that it will be taking place at least partially in Hawaii. And it starts with the uh, main character walking around naked on the beach. Don't know how he got there. Don't know how he got naked. But he's there. And he's naked. Um, I'm very excited to see more of Ichiban's journey. I think that the first game that featured him, that being Like a Dragon, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon it was called at the time, was really cool. And I'm thrilled to see where this journey takes me early 2024. Again, stacking up that early 24. And you know what you can do? You can play a damn one on Game Pass. Yeah, okay. I get it. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, (laughs) Andrew. Yeah, yeah. What if I told you? Yeah. What if I told you? Yeah. That you were about to learn. Bruce, let's wrap it up. Thanks so much, everybody, for for (laughs) listening. Just kidding. Just kidding. We have one more thing to show you. Um, we got a 45-minute Starfield Direct. That's right, folks. That's literally what they called it, a Starfield Direct. 45 minutes long, all about the story, the gameplay, the combat, the traits, the perks, the character creation, anything that you could think of with Starfield. We probably learned at least a little bit about it in the Starfield Direct, which was pretty much the show's closer. Um, they did a quick Starfield trailer and then they were like, do you want to learn more? Stay tuned. And then they made us wait like eight seconds, which was very odd. And then they were like, here's the direct. And it was very much a direct. We learned a lot about Starfield, um, which is not surprising. This game comes out in like three months, uh, which is exciting for me personally. Uh, the, the, uh, the direct Got me very excited for the game, which will be my own downfall. I know this. Uh, but regardless, um, we also learned that it is capped at 30 frames per second on the mm. Series X, um, which, like, uh, I get it. I think it's disappointing, but I also think that it's, like, it's really, really big. Um, I just wish they said we couldn't make it work instead of because Todd was like, oh, well, we just wanted we wanted to focus on fidelity. And I'm like, Todd, games have performance and fidelity mode for a reason. Yeah. The players choosing is important. You know, I agree. I think that it would have they it would have been more honest for them to just say we can't we could not do it because <laughs> we messed up. The game is obviously it's. um generative what's the word uh it, like, what, like where it like generates random it's like it, it it it's got all this all these places you can go to right <laughs> uh procedurally generated as what sure. you're looking yeah, for yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly so it's it's huge so i think it's understandable that the game would not always be performing super well um but this is disappointing for people who are only playing on console. Um, frames to me are not the most important thing in the world. No. Um, not when it looks this good. Right. And it does look good. Um, <laughs> that is all to say, 
I am also playing on a PC, so don't matter to you. It doesn't really matter to me. So I'm will kind you of a be hypocrite. um? Will you be playing day one with Game Pass? <laughs> I sure will. Um, I like I said, I'm trying to temper my expectations because I have always struggled with getting too overhyped for things. Um, because I'm a I'm a happy girl. I'm a happy girl. <laughs> happy. <laughs> um. I I I don't want to get too excited, but from what yeah. I saw, it looked very good. I think yes. the gunplay looks good. Um, I think it looks improved from the last uh, Bethesda mainline game, which was, I guess, Fallout. Well, Fallout seventy six, but Fallout four. Um, I didn't think the gunplay was bad in that game, but it also looks better in this game. Um, yeah. But that's not the most important thing to me. I'm, I'm also, I was really glad that we got to see some character creation. The traits were really, really exciting to me. I loved seeing the traits and like the backstory. That was, oh, that was Chef's Kiss. That was like my favorite part. I loved seeing the adoring fan because that's a, that's a little Oblivion reference, uh, if you don't know. Um, and just seeing some of the companions and stuff, I did think that the facial animations were a little bit janky. Uh, I don't know what it is about Bethesda. They just aren't very good at animating faces. Um, I think it's that terrible engine that they use, but that's just, yeah. hey, hey, that's just me. Um, I think it's also so much AI, you know, because yeah. they're not actually animating everything by hand. But I-, I thought it was funny in the trailer, and I'll just say this, and this will be the last thing I say. I just thought it was funny in the trailer when they were like, your friendships can even blossom into a romance. And it's like two characters standing, not looking at each other. And the one character's like, I don't know. I've never loved anything before. <laughs> and it's like. So romantic. I know. I was like, this is the least romantic thing I've ever seen. Listen, Todd's in charge of it. Do you think he's really good at romance? I don't. And I don't think Bethesda is good at romance. And I think it, that has been shown time and time again between the Fallout 4 romances and the Skyrim marriages, quote unquote. Yeah. Um but anyway, I'm excited for this. I am trying to temper my expectations. I don't know if I can because it's huge. It and... looks incredible. They did a great job of showcasing it, and I think it, it does look really special. Yeah. I think I'm successfully tempering more than you. I'm holding my excitement for the previews, like once people have played it. Because right now, nobody's played it. Right. You know, there was a lot of press that played so many of these games we talked about, and they're all like, oh, it's great, and it's fun, and all this stuff. But this nobody's touched yet so i think hopefully when those start coming out in the next month or two that'll be the real tell i think and this like they're defining it they're like the game of a generation like well you haven't made a game in a generation so it's not that crazy to say yeah like fallout 4 was the game of the generation in the sense it's the only game you really made that generation yeah right and it's also like that this is their biggest game that they've ever made Yes, and but they, it, that's always and it's that's every always game's bigger exactly, and that's how it, Fallout Four was, and that's how Skyrim was, and that's how you know Fallout Three was. These games are the biggest game they've ever made, and they will continue to be the biggest game. And whatever comes after Starfield will probably be the biggest game they've ever made, and it'll probably be Elder Scrolls Six. But whatever on the next on PlayStation Six and on the PlayStation next Seven. Yes, just kidding. But I just think they're the the way that they market is very two thousand like. 12 and the game looks so good that i don't mind that but i do i still have weariness and like this game will be buggy come on yeah but the question is is it buggy like oh it's kind of silly sometimes or is it buggy like oh this is cyberpunk and it doesn't function enough to be enjoyable for some people right so we'll find out shortly i mean i would hope the reviews are not far away and the game is only a couple months away and oh kelly and i will be playing it day one with game pass oh in case you didn't know, you can play it day gay, uh, day one Ooh. with Game Pass. Happy Pride again. We said that <laughs> yesterday. Let's... That was actually very much an accident. That was not intentional. Well, it was a Freudian slip. Kelly, did you enjoy the summer gaming events that we had, barring the awful PlayStation Showcase? <laughs> I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed Xbox a lot. I enjoyed Summer Game Fest a little bit less, but still quite a bit. And it was I the worst show with almost as much quality. I think. Yeah. Um, like, if it had been a trailer show, it would have been crazy good. Yeah. And uh, I, ha- I have no... The PlayStation event was terrible, but... Yeah. You know. Um, looking forward to next year. 
Sure. Yeah. It's going to be, it's 2024 is going to be absolutely nuts. Uh huh. Because um, 2023, like part of me, when we were talking about it, it was like me, you, and Cameron were like, wow, there's not a lot of 2023. And it's like, oh, 2023 is still pretty stacked already. Like, yeah. We don't need new 2023 games. Right. Consider what's happening. I mean, what has already happened? We've already, we already got a new Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've got Starfield, which is probably going to be really big. And Final uh, Fantasy 16 Final is a Fantasy couple days 16, away. Exactly. So 2023 is definitely a big year, too. Um, it's just this push. It's everything got pushed from 2020 to 2021 to 2022 to 2023. It's, it's like a domino effect. Right. I feel like 2022 ended up taking the biggest hit of all as far as like gaming quality. And now 2023 and beyond wow. is just like. Well, okay. Elden Ring came out in 2022, so. Yeah, I think, uh, I guess maybe, at 21 and 22 were both odd years of game, you know? Yeah. And, like, Elden Ring was definitely the standout. But, like, my game of the year things, my second game was Vampire Survivors. It's like, that's weird. That's a really strange, like, thing to be above so many other massive games. But, like, either way, I'm, I think 2023 is shaping up to be incredible. And then 2024 is looks packed even if again even a bunch of it gets delayed so that's still a busy year yeah so i'm excited to see that droid in star wars outlaws okay i think it's anyway Uh, thanks for listening everybody bruce (laughs) chomp chomp bruce we will see you next week for our regular our regularly (laughs) scheduled programming can you tell we've been talking for like two hours at this point Uh uh-huh thanks so much for listening everybody i hope you have a wonderful week day year month bruce Bye, Bruce. <laughs>